Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. Hello on the Daily Family. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here for this episode. I have been wanting so badly to uh, interview a feminine energy body spirituality coach. And one just like landed in my inbox a few weeks ago. And this week I had such the honor of interviewing Halai, who is a feminine spirituality coach, works specifically with women. Uh, who really want to awaken their intuitive body and tap into that flow of attraction, attraction marketing, right? I think we get so, as especially like female women in the entrepreneurship space, we get very trapped in our masculine energy in this like hustle culture, right? And I know that culture the best because that's where I've spent most of my time. And lately, my soul has just been craving a more yin or like feminine energy body approach to my business. And so this conversation was just so incredible. Halai is amazing. I mean, she's honestly, it was so fun to interview her because she just has this, she just has this sexuality and sensuality and just joy that oozes from her body. And a lot of the things she said in this interview were just so, so what I needed to hear. And I know if I needed to hear them, then you definitely needed to hear them. Um, Cause there's no way that I'm the only one that was, has been feeling this, this burnout of masculine energy that we've all been expected to put forth all the time as female entrepreneurs. Um, and obviously for my men out there, this is for you too. I think men get trapped in their masculine too. And even worse is, you know, we feel like I think men, even the trans community, I think like trans men, trans women, men, women, everybody, everybody, let's just say the collective gets so trapped in our masculine energy body. And for women, it's the fact that if we don't, we're not successful and we have to keep hustling. We have to work harder, do more all the time in order to be successful. And I think the stigma for men is that if you tap into your feminine energy body, you're weak or you know, you're know you not a strong business leader or whatever other BS things that society tells us. And actually, the truth is we all have to find our feminine energy body at some point uh, because you know if we don't, we're not giving ourselves space to create, to nurture. And that's what we talked about um, on this episode. We kind of talked about, you know, repeated cycles and how to really break through toxic patterns of, you know, emotions in our body and the energy our body gives off. And I just know you are really going to be obsessed with this episode. Um, So I hope you enjoy it. Halaya is amazing. And Before we jump in, though, we are going to talk about my favorite gadget, the Almond Cow. I have had a partnership with them for a long time. And um, up until a little while ago, my code to use at checkout was Danielle15. My code for uh, Almond Cow is now uh, Danielle20, which gives you the same perks, only there's more now. 
anytime you order from Almond Cow. So even if you've already bought an Almond Cow, but you need to restock on your nuts or your oats or your coconut, you can use my code anytime you order from them now, which is awesome because it used to just be your first purchase. So if you don't have an Almond Cow, it is the automatic nut milk nut milk maker where you literally like put nuts in a drum, you put it into this like carafe of water they give you, you push a button, it creates nut milk. Saves a lot of money. It's super sustainable because you're not using those waxed cartons from the store. You're saving a lot of money and it's delicious without all of the ingredients and the, you know, the carrageenan and the fillers and the gums and the sugars and all the crap that they put into a lot of nut milks. It really ensures that you can make the cleanest, most sustainable, smartest choice for you and your family. So if you don't have an almond cow, head over to almond cow, use my code Danielle 20 at checkout and get yourself a discount. Let's get into this episode. On The Daily Family, you are in for a treat today. I have a very special guest. This is Hilly. Hilly is a feminine magnetism expert, and we are going to go deep today. I'm so happy you're here. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, I'm going to correct you. It's Halai. Um, just okay, it. <laughs> see, that's what I... Okay, I should have asked that. I'm the worst at this because I am always the one to ask. And I was like, I get Don't worry. it's not... I was like, I bet it's not Hilly. And then I forgot to ask. It's Hilly. No, don't. I, I feel like I'm the type of person who will just like let it go. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm making that a practice. So it's Hilly. It's like July. If, if that helps you remember, but you're more than welcome to ask again. Don't worry. Where are you from? My, both my parents from Afghanistan. So I'm a hundred percent Afghan, but it's like an Arabic name. Yeah. Uh, super. It's, it's like unique even for my people. So, oh, is it? It's not yeah. like a common no, not at Perfect all. Name. Like it, it's like the translation in English is duck, like the little duck. <laughs> yeah. So it isn't really like an official name. Well, it's really, I love it. I think it's a dope name. So thank you. Halai it is. And I will not fuck that up again. I promise. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I totally get it. It happens all the time. So tell us about you. How did you get into this work? Like what, what brought you down that rabbit hole? Cause it's a good one. Yeah. The first thing I always say is like any coach, anybody who is like passionate about what they teach, it's, it's because you genuinely sucked at it yourself. Um, so I love what I do because it's so opposite of who I was, how I was raised and like what I thought success would look like. Um, so the journey from, you know, succeeding in corporate, like checking off all the boxes, graduating early, like being like the golden child um, and then having this major now what moment, like really, this is it. This is what I worked my whole life for. And I really feel like I only had envisioned my life up until I got a job after college. Like that was as far as my brain could ever see. And so once that happened, it was like, this is in eternity. Like this is it. Just stay here until I retire and then die. Like that sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like I truly didn't think of life beyond 22, I think. Um, so once I had that moment, that was like when things like really started to, it really began and like nothing really changed at that point. Um, I remember I began by traveling and quit my job to travel. And in the travels, I was like job searching, trying to do interviews, like so distracted from the experience that I was getting because I was so worried about, okay, I've got to be ready for the next step. I've got to like get my, my, my career lined up. I got to be passionate about what I'm doing. And so it was this very, again, masculine operated formulaic way of trying to find what I love. And you can't find love through strategy. So through that whole process of, of landing where I am now is why I love the feminine, why I teach people 
how to attract, how to be in the ease and flow, how to like literally just enjoy just being in the messiness of love itself, which sounds like so all over the place and like esoteric, but truly like it brings success. Like if you believe in this process, you will have financial abundance, success in your career, success in your relationships. Like that is the operation operating system of the feminine that, that I love. Uh, a friend of mine said to me a couple weeks ago, one of my mentors, she said, you know, your masculine energy and like your masculine driven like essence over the last few years of your life, Danielle, have gotten you. That's what like it's gotten you really far. And now that you're at this place where you're trying to create something like you have to remember nothing was ever born in the masculine. And I was like, I like my jaw Ooh. dropped. And I was like, this is that was the most like fucked up thing you've ever said to me. And like, I think the most powerful thing you've ever said to me ever. I want you to I, like before we even go farther into this, because I know that there are going to be people listening to this that are like masculine and feminine. Like we're not talking gender. Like I really mm-hmm. lo- like because you're the expert at this, like obviously it's something that I understand, but there's people on here that definitely do not understand the difference between like the energy and like the gender and like the sexuality and like all the things. So can mm-hmm. you just like decipher between like what we're talking about? Yeah. So the, the first thing I'll say is everybody possesses both. So it's like an energy body that it already exists within every human and every soul that comes in into this planet. Um, but it's, it's up to you in this lifetime where you feel like you just feel like it's natural. Um, so we do have one that we, we prefer to exist in, to operate through, um, that just feels like very intuitive for us. And, and you can find that out. Everybody can figure out like in time, just where they land. And, and even within different areas of life. Like we may show up in relationships in in certain avenues more as the masculine partner. And then other ways you can surrender to the feminine. So it's actually a continuous dance, like a constant back and forth. And the best way to, to really honor both is to be like responsive almost like what is the moment calling for? What, what is, would be most in service to what's around me Um, and being able to complement both people around you and just the way that life and is happening around you. So if there are things that are being delivered, how can I surrender and allow myself to receive versus like, okay, where can I step into a place of action where I'm moving um, with true intention? The learning just to find that back and forth, the push and pull is the essence of, of balancing masculine and feminine and less about like, you know, wearing pink or, or being a boss. Like none of that stuff is this very like surface level ways that we blanket energy, but energy is something that we don't even need to talk about or describe. It's something you just exude. Yeah. So would you say that like being in your masculine energy, that's more the strategy, the action, the like, you know, taking, taking the reins, like that's more of that energy. And then the feminine energy is more of the receive flow, relax, like, you know, easier. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. It's the same way where, where you are it's a push and pull. The masculine is like delivering and like actually producing the output, implementing. And the feminine is more of a visionary and like she sees what's possible and she gets excited and she has like the fuel and the energy behind it to actually uh, maintain the stamina going through the whole way. Um, So less of like the the process and logistics and the how, and more of like, this is what I want. And like, I'm going to use that desire to fuel myself in in that process. So Uh, Both are totally powerful. You can absolutely get to where you want to be with both. And in the past, I have had so much success and probably anybody who's aligned with this podcast has had or is currently having success with their masculine energy body. 
and it's so possible, but it does, there's a limit. If you don't feel as natural in that energetic space, you will find that your cap arises or that your burnout shows up sooner than you'd like. My burnout, it was burnout for me. Mm -hmm. It, It wasn't a cap. It was a, okay, great. Like I can make money. I know how to make money and I'm exhausted. So yeah, we got to figure something out. And that was like the moment that I was like, holy shit, I have been, you know, it's crazy. I've actually, and so, okay, wait, one thing I wanted to say. So just so like, if anybody's listening to this, like you have masculine, like what she's saying is like, you have masculine and feminine energy body, regardless if you are male or female, trans, non-binary, it does not matter. Every single human on this planet has a masculine and feminine energy body. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I, but then what I was going to say is, so I, I think I have been in my masculine energy since my son was born. And it's crazy because Mm. a lot of people, when you get birth, like that's like one of the most feminine energy times of your life. Cause you have to surrender and you have to like just be, however, I wanted a very all natural unmedicated water birth. And my son was breached from 20 weeks on. And so I ended up having to have a very medicated planned C-section. Mm. And a lot of that was surrender. But I think from that moment on, everything was like, okay, well, this is just like the procedure. Like everything has been so procedural mm. for like the last six, six years. And then I quit my corporate fitness job in November of 2021. And then was just kind of sitting there going, okay, now what? And realized like how burnt out I really was. So that's kind of what started me down this like path of like my, there's no dance happening right now, Danielle. Like there is, you are, you are not dancing in this energy at all. You are riding the masculine energy wave and it's time to, to reevaluate. So I, that really struck me when you said that, that you went to college, you did all the things like same, mm-hmm. like that was, it was, do you, did that, do you think that for you was partly, you said your upbringing, but is that also like culturally a thing as well? Like you said, both of your parents are from Afghanistan. Like, is that like a, is that pretty typical for like where you grew up? Cause and the only reason I'm asking you this is cause I had a, a guest on and we talked about, um, they were from the Philippines mm-hmm. and said that it was very similar. Like there was a lot of expectation there that kept people like, kept them in their, their masculine. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, one, I, I would say that, um, like, I, I don't want to generalize for everybody because I'll, I'll speak just specifically for my upbringing, but I didn't feel like with my relationship to religion, there was not enough women that I was seeing. Like there was no, I remember when I was young being told that when I'm on my, my period, I can't go into the mosque because I'm dirty. And I was just so, shook by that. I'm like, that makes no sense to me. Like, why would I not be allowed to go to God in this time? Like, how am I any different than when I'm not on my period when I'm not bleeding? And that was just like one of those moments. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel fair to me. Um, and I know there are absolutely reasons. And I, I have all respect for people who do align with that and find, find connection with God um, through whatever religion. But for me, it just wasn't clicking. And, and for me, I love like the, the intuitive connection I have with my period now. And just like, just kind of like the, the purging energy that it puts me in. It puts me in this like deep level of surrender where like, I don't want to put an effort. And it's really cool that my natural embodiment shows up that way. And, and how I, I respond to it is really beautiful, but that wasn't respected growing up. It was very hushed and talk about it. It's embarrassing, like keep it hidden. 
my family is also a family of immigrants. So that had a lot to do with it as well. Uh, coming to America, I remember when I quit my job, my parents didn't speak to me for probably a couple months. Like they were so beyond disappointed. They were like embarrassed that I hadn't come to Thanksgiving and I wasn't working a corporate job. I was traveling, backpacking through Mexico, which for them is like, why would we leave a third world country for the American dream for our daughter to go back and, and work at a hostel in Mexico? It was just such a disappointment for them. Mm. Now that they've come to a place where they value what I do, but oh my gosh, that was, I think that was five years ago and, and just such a journey of, of getting them to, to this place. So I'm ha- proud of them, but it took a while. <laughs> yeah. My, my parents, my parents were a little bit of the same way. Like I was very smart, like, you know, was top of my class in high school, like, you know, took all the AP classes, did all the things. And then I, I remember I like did one semester of college as a business major and then like went to my parents and I was like, I think I'm going to do theater and dance. And they were like, um, well, like they were so, (laughs) they didn't even know what to do with it, but it was, yeah, there was a lot of expectation there. And then when I started to like, think about being an entrepreneur, there was a lot of like, well, you know, it's hard. It's a hard role. That's, you know, it's going to be, and it wasn't like ever, it was, I mean, I don't think it was ever disappointment. It was more of so outside of the box from like what they did, you know, like my dad was a CEO, like and CFO, like worked his ass off and wore that like busy masculine energy, like a badge of honor, you Mm -hmm. know? And I, I just think that it was something that they couldn't connect to. So I love that you I love that you say that. Totally. Yeah. My mom in some ways wore the pants in, in the relationship for sure. Like she was in charge. She had the successful career. Like she wasn't as connected to motherhood as she was with just business and work. And she instilled that in us. And I thought that was like the way to go, but it, it takes some time. And I feel like it's not nothing on her fault. Like she came to America thinking like, this is how it's supposed to be. And I think that generation as a whole grew up like a, a little bit more programmed. And, and now in this generation, we have this like ability to think freely and do what we want. And that that is the awakening that's happening right now. It's just that this generation honors their desires. What feels good is, is actually producing results. Whereas back then, like you were told what to do and, and it worked, but everyone just did what they were told. It's just not like that anymore. It turned into like this zombie thing. So now we're kind of like breaking that matrix a little bit. I feel like Oh yeah. It's, it's like becoming almost more normal for people to just realize their potential. Like it's not, you know, that the few people, when I first was leaving my job, I remember everyone was so shocked. What are you doing? Like, this is so scary. Like, are you sure? I had a friend who sat me down and said, do you have a business plan? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. No. Um, but it was just, everybody judged me, questioned me, but I'm happy I did it. Definitely. Yeah. Talk to me about feminine attraction. So that is is the essence of how I run business, how I I really run my whole life, because nothing is random. Everything is showing up for us based on how we're showing up for life. So we are constantly able to read, engage where we're at based on just things that are showing up for us. So if things are, are pushing in different directions, if you're being pivoted, read that listen to how your body responds to yeses and nos. And that's how you get into this flow of, of, of attraction. So being in the vibration of love, so being in a place of like, this feels good. This feels so me, so right. So in service to how I'm meant to show up in this world, that's when things start to flow back to you. Because 
we're kind of programmed right now. Like everybody works and, you know, some people like their jobs, some people hate it and enjoy the rest of their life. But I have this belief in me, this really core belief that whatever you, you, you deliver to the world, however you're meant to serve is guaranteed to produce abundance. Not necessarily a paycheck, but you're guaranteed to like be taken care of, to have gifts show up to you, to have people that are, are there for you and want to hold you for that. So being in the relationship of attraction is, is when you get to see abundance naturally arrive to you in return for, for what you're doing as, as your service. And that's like you not that that's the difference between that type of energy and then like you chasing this, you chasing abundance and going out and searching for it and consciously. Would you say that it's more of an unconscious process? Yes. In the beginning, before you like um, really understand why is this happening? If everything happens for a reason, I'm not just saying it like this random ambiguous reason that we're going to find out later. Some things, yes, but like in this exact moment, you can also learn to read, why did I attract this? How am I a perfect match for this rejection or this argument or this connection in this like really beautiful moment? How am I a perfect match for that? And what is it about my vibe and my vibration that I'm exuding? that's drawing this in. Um, so in the beginning, it is totally unconscious. You think things are a random string of events. And to be honest, that feels like such a sad way of living because it's this disconnect from life. Like you're living and life is happening, but it can be together. Again, it's, it's this dance that you're working through. And when you're in that, then not necessarily that you can control things, but you can understand things better. And, and the why I feel like as humans, we just, genuinely crave why why is this happening why is this happening but you can get an ounce of that you may not see the full picture but you can get an ounce of why it's here for for you I this like makes me think of manifestation obviously and I think there's a lot of people out there that that truly believe that you only can manifest good things and one of the things that I always coach on is like everything that you attract into your life, like that, that you're a vibrational match for an energy match for you manifested like, and that could be positive or it could be something you perceive as negative. And I think so often as humans, like if something bad happens, we're like, Oh, well, I don't know what I, I, I didn't, you know, I don't know why this happened to me. I don't know why this is happening in my life. I don't know why my business isn't taking off. I don't know why I'm not making money. I don't know why I can't get a client. I don't know, you know, like all these things. And it's, I think that you bring up a really interesting point where you, like we are, we did attract that, you know, and whether Mm -hmm. that's a subconscious thing that we, you know, haven't healed that just is like on this loop, you know, how would you, what would you say that is the, like, do you think in order to be, to meet, the divine feminine, like, do you think you, it involves some healing? Cause I feel like a lot of us are, like you said, very programmed to be like society programs us to be in our masculine most. Like, would you say that takes some uh, like deprogramming? Of course. Yeah. And it's one, um, mending your relationship with the feminine. So beginning to trust her, beginning to actually value the feminine itself. Um, so it would definitely just kind of like your general understanding of, of what feminine energy means, what femininity even means, what, it, how you relate to feminism even. Um, I have a lot of clients, like uh, one specifically that, that's present right now, and it's such a common theme that I get. It's like she was talking about how she wants to fix up her home and she wants to like 
cook more and clean. And like the thought of just like taking care of her household, like feels really good. She's not in that phase yet, but just the thought of that sounds good. And there's this little voice in the back of her head. It's like, you know, but you should be focused on your career. You should be going after that big, uh, that corporate job. That's like, um, inviting you for the interview, but there's this part of you that doesn't want it. Um, so we have this, this duality that goes in one, how we grow up that says, go after your dreams, you know, be successful, do all the big things, like be as, as, as big as you can reach your fullest potential within work. But then we have this moment where it's like, it kind of feels nice just to take care of the home base, to be a mom, to take care of yourself, to be more slow, nurturing, like that desire arises when we reach this like connection to the feminine. And there's this guilt that, that surrounds that like, well, I should want more. Why do I not want more? Why am I not addicted to more? Um, or why am I burnt out? Why am I tired of this? What you're tired of is a very clear sign of what you no longer align with and no longer want. So using your, your gauge on, on what you have this like flow energy for and what you're just putting off consistently is a really good indicator of things that are no longer for you. Um, but being able to separate what you thought was you and what you want in this moment is a huge part of, of just breaking down some of the, the stigma around the feminine. What would you say to the person who says like, oh, well, you know, feminism is, you know, we're, we're modern feminists and we're breaking the, the traditions and like, we don't need to be homemakers and we go out and we build businesses and, you know, we do whatever we want. Like, what would you say to those people? I mean, by all means, do whatever feels good for you without making the other side wrong. So like mm. you can do your business, but like, why not love like cooking a really good meal and like you know, making your man happy or, or your partner or taking care of your child, like whatever it is that you feel like feels good to you, like getting your nails done on a random Wednesday afternoon and just laying back for a, a spa day. Like those things still feel nice. That's all mm. totally allowed. Um, so that, that is kind of the polarity that comes with us that like, okay, if I like this, that's totally wrong. Um, and we also operate in seasons. So you could have a season where that feels so authentic for you. And then the next season you're like, I actually don't care about that anymore. And that is perfectly okay. So that is actually the magic of the feminine is that nothing is permanent. She's not moving through this linear path, but we're moving in cycles. So you could be like in a season where that feels like a yes, and then transition to another season where that feels like a no. And that's perfectly aligned with the lack that you're making and the level of growth that you're having. Um, I see that the feminine, like you don't necessarily move like in this natural inclination. It's kind of like a tree. You're just making rings and expanding further and further, but you're continuously making laps. And sometimes you repeat the same lessons, but you pass through them or you have a harder version of them in a different round. Um, mm. But it's all kind of the same themes and it fluctuates within that that season or that year that you're going through. I love this so much. I am like thinking of all of the times that I've been like stuck in certain seasons. And I think like, I don't know what it is. Like, I think sometimes I'm afraid to be in my feminine energy, like there's this fear because I've all I think subconsciously I've programmed I've either programmed myself or been programmed to think that like being in my feminine energy is a weakness. Mm. And I know that that's not true. You know, like I'm now I've I'm far enough along in my healing process to know that that is absolutely not the case and actually the opposite. Like there's a lot of strength and power in the feminine, but I'm like thinking of all these things that you're saying. I'm like, wow, I think that's 
that's why I got so stuck with like a different energy body because I was like in my, in my, the back of my subconscious, it was don't go there. You're, you're weak. If you do that, that's Mm -hmm. weakness. But what would going there mean? Like what was like something in your mind that was like, oh, I can't do that because that would put me in my feminine. I think like not be, not have a plan was like, Mm. you know, like don't, don't not have a plan. Don't not have a, a strategy. Don't not like know what's going on. Don't not, you know, be in charge. I think that for me was like really what it was. Cause yeah, I mean, I, I knew a while ago that I wanted to quit corporate fitness. Like I could feel it in my whole body. And that's one thing like I've always been, I've always known how I feel. And I am a, you know, in human design, I'm a generator, like a very sacral generator. So like I, I always, I always know what my gut is saying to me. I chose not to listen for a long mm-hmm. time because I think, you know, if I quit my job, then I'm not going to have the safety net. And I need the safety net because if I don't have the safety net, then I'm not going to be successful. And if I'm not busy, then I'm not successful. And if I'm not running around like a chicken with my head cut off and having my plate full of a thousand things all the time, then I'm not worthy. Right. Mm-hmm. Where like, I think so. Yeah, I think I think that's what like going there, going there would be cut the safety net, leave the thing that's not serving you. And then don't just be quick to fill your plate up again. Instead, yeah. like sit and enjoy the stillness, which it's so crazy because I literally just made a post about this on my Instagram. Like, obviously, by the time you're hearing this episode, it was weeks ago. But while we're interviewing, it was literally yesterday that I made a post about this. And I was like, I just want to offer up stillness because that's something that I'm in right now. It is so hard when you've gone for so long as like, I always have a plan and every freaking card that I I pull from every deck, I like, I, I swear on my like on my father's grave every single card i've pulled from every deck not even my own decks like other people's decks as well over the last like two two or three weeks has been a stillness <laughs> and patience card i'm like okay i am listening <laughs> <laughs> but you know like i mean I, I mean do you do you get that a lot from people like that fear of going there because of what that could like the implications of what that could mean. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying. So there's like this high that comes with being so crazy busy and like running around and like having this like intensity of of how much work you have on your plate. Like that sensation of of being so exhausted at the end of your day and you're having a glass of wine, that moment people obsess over how much they work for that. It's like, that is what you're chasing. Like you're creating um, stress so that you can have a, a moment to breathe, but you are I literally have people it. and so many people in my life have said, and I think I started to chase this feeling too. People yeah. go, Danielle, you just do so much. Like, I don't know how you do it all. Like you're, you just do so many things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I really do do so many things. And then I started to chase that, which is yep. so fucked up because I didn't want that. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is like a pseudo high. We're getting this like little like dose of, of validation and it kind of feels good. And, and really we end up chasing that over genuinely what feels good. But we, we stay in that cycle and your body actually feels comfortable in that cycle. It feels like safe in that cycle. So when you're in the stillness, you don't even need to enjoy it in the beginning. Like literally you can sit there and be like, wow, this sucks. Like this really sucks. Like my body is right like now. panicking. Yeah. And, and just not fighting. Like, you know, you don't even have to enjoy yourself. Like own that it sucks, that you're, you're panicking, that you feel unsafe, that you have this like urge to do something and just be with that. Like sit with the discomfort of that because if you're resisting the sensation of, of just shock that your body's going through, you're, you're actually going to freeze that. 
your nervous system will stay paralyzed in that state unless you fully comprehend like, okay, this is what's happening and reminding yourself I'm safe and so safe. Um, so you, everybody has like a window that they have to go through it. And once you get past that hump, then you can get to a place of like, wait, this feels kind of good. And like, okay, my, I can trust this feeling. And then I can actually like receive from this space. So first to do nothing is going to suck. And then you're doing nothing is going to be like, okay, I can tolerate this. And then it'll be good. It'll be enjoyable and it'll be fun and playful. And then doing nothing will literally make you money. Like it will literally be like the thing that actually grows your income, that brings you this like intuitive download that puts you at the right place at the right time. So it, it's a progression, but eventually you'll get there. And then it's a state of receiving that's beyond what you could actually go out and get on your own. Like when you're in this like very divine space of, of receiving, you're actually able to get, it's just like this connection to spirit where it's like, here, finally you chill the fuck out and like we can deliver. Um, because you created that space. And most of us have never actually like, sat long enough to be in that space and see what comes through. No, because you, if you know, the fear of like, you sit long enough and then you, but we all have to make money and like, I'm building a house right now. So like, I got to be able to close on that. And like sitting around mm -hmm. is not making money right now. Like, yeah, all those fears are just so real. And it's uh, honestly, like, if you're listening to this, like, and you are kind of getting your world rocked, like know this, like I have been getting my world rocked in this for the last couple of months. And it does suck. Like it hurts. And, and then you almost feel guilty that you let that divine feminine energy, like be so silent. Like, mm. cause it goes, I mean, cause really like letting her be so silent is actually everything I'm against. Like really, but you, then you do it without even recognizing that you did it. So mm -hmm. then there's a guilt that comes with that where you're like, oh, poor, like, I can't believe I did that to her, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all like being able to forgive yourself for this process. Like as you continue to evolve, you're going to test her. You're going to question her. Um, and it's just layers. Like with every round, it gets like slightly more challenging and you've already passed some intuitive tests from a couple of years back and you're just in like the advanced level and you're going to get to an even harder level. But it, it'll continuously happen. I, I remember I had a phase myself where I was doing a lot of personal changes. I was moving. I was in a whole new city. I was going from a small town to a big city. So I was just shocked by everything in my personal life. And I remember I was just seeking something to ground myself. I was like trying to grasp onto anything. And so I turned my business into like strategy and I hired a, um, a coach and, and joined a program that was like Oh my God. Like I literally had a, almost a panic attack the first week. I'm like, this is horrible. This is so many strategies and tools and, and funnels. And I remember after one week I, I messaged them like, I'm so sorry, but this is not for me. I had messaged like $7,000, maybe more, but almost $8,000. And I stopped. I was like, I can't do this because this is paralyzing me. Um, and I, I tried my best, but it just didn't work, but we, we can do that. And I, I had this moment of like, what? Like, I, I preach feminine energy in business. And this is what I did. I, I fell back. I got scared. I, I turned to something that isn't authentic for me. And so there was that moment of like, what have I done? But also being on the other side, you get this sense of, of clarity in the polarity. And mm. by allowing yourself to be like, okay, cool. I was there. And what did that feel like? You're able to actually string the pendulum more naturally. I love that. And do you, would you say that I feel like the more that you do like swing that pendulum more naturally, like you almost get more polarizing and it actually, mm -hmm. and that has been looked at, I think as a bad thing, but actually 
it sounds like what you're saying is that might actually be a really powerful thing to like become more polarizing. I I'm all about it because I think it's just like being neutral is just, first of all, so boring. There's no fire. There's no energy, like either love it or hate it. It, it, Then that's totally okay. Like be in the extremes, like you find your balance, you find your newness in the extremes. And so unless you actually test those boundaries and, and meet your own edge, you don't really know what that is. You don't really know what makes you feel alive and actually brings this like sense of energy and charge within you. So I'm all about that. And I feel like it helps with relationships. It helps with um, just having more, just clear intention in the decisions that you make, like all of your energy is in those decisions and it's backed by spirit. So when you come from this place, like every step that you take, it has this sense of, we got you. And and, and for me, it, it always just feels kind of like, for me, it's like water, the, the, the feeling of like floating on water. It's both you can crush it in a second. You can stand up and and pierce through the water, or it can hold you and have this like very beautiful way of of carrying you through. Um, But, but it's up to you. Like you have that choice to allow the water to hold you in such a way. And so that for me is my connection to spirit. Same. I, I really identify with that so much. And I've honestly, and you can tell me if you agree with this, I feel like the more polarizing I become within myself and like knowing exactly what I want and knowing exactly what I don't want, I actually have my like I am more um I have a, like a more inclusive energy with the world around me where mm. I feel like when I I mean this was like years ago but when I was like more neutral and like trying to be like trying to please everybody and trying to like understand everyone I felt like I was more affected when people didn't agree with me or that like when they didn't want to go the way I wanted to go or when things didn't happen the way I wanted them to happen I got more like personally affected by that which only put like more cracks in relationships and my friendships but like now I'm actually friends and I have a lot of people in my circle some of which like we have very different beliefs on like a Mm -hmm. lot of different things and it it doesn't affect our relationship at all. Like our working relationships, my friendships, my like relationship with my fiance, which her and I are actually very similar, but the things that we do differ on, I feel like the more solidified you are in who you are and what you do want, the less other people's opinions or other people's differences affect you. Like I Mm -hmm. can now stand tall and be like, Oh, that's what how you feel? Awesome. That's so great. I'm so happy for you that you're so convicted in what you believe in. And I, I experience this a lot with like my friends who are of like very strong religious faith. Mm-hmm. And I did not expect this conversation to go this way, but I love this. Like I have friends that are so, 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 so devout Christian. And I am at a place in my spirituality and like my connection to source where I can go, you know what? I just really, really respect the conviction to your faith that mm-hmm. you have. Even if it's not my faith, I respect it so much and I love you so much for that conviction that you have. And I'm still like very convicted in what I what I believe in and like my truth. So I actually feel like the more polarizing you get, like the more inclusive you become. Yeah. And, and it goes back to like, you can think what you want and I can think what I want and neither of us are wrong. Like right. your desires are fully true and fully valid and also not not for everybody. And that's perfectly okay. Um, So that's a big thing with the feminine is being able to like fully own your desire, like whatever feels good for you, like let that be the ultimate truth and let that Mm -hmm. guide you. But also that is not the way that everybody is going to be operating. Um, So it's your roadmap. And it's so cool that we have something within us. It's like clear compass of where we want to go. What's our yes. What is our no. And and it's nobody else's. It's like the secret Mm -hmm. 
treasure map. And it's really mm-hmm. cool that we get to have that. So I love that. I love that you, you attract friends, obviously, because you're so like certain and where you are, that you attract people who are equally certain. And that's where you're aligned, not necessarily the, the logistics of faith, but the certainty in faith. Yeah. the cert- It's the certainty that aligns, not like the actual belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. So t- let's talk about like this, this divine feminine energy in entrepreneurship. Cause I like going back to like that quote that my friend, my mentor told me of like, nothing was ever born in masculine energy. And she used the example. I, I'm, I cannot remember for the life of me right now who it was, but there is a CEO of like a huge car rental company. It could have been her. I don't know. It hurts. Doesn't sound right, but it was like one of those and yeah. literally came up with the idea for this company while on a vacation in Maui, like swimming with dolphins. And it was like this like connection to water and like this meditative state is what bo- like birthed this amazing business and company that's now this huge like Fortune 500 company. So I would love to talk about how this divine feminine energy can apply toward entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. like you said, actually be what brings you money. Yeah, I I have the same experiences. Like I, I reached this like either creative block or just like sense of lostness that that comes up literally like every couple of weeks even you're like okay what now like what's my new direction where do I want to pivot what feels good and I I do the same I have this day like um I've called like a red balloon day now because I remember there was like a red balloon the first time I ever saw it there was like a red balloon outside and it reminded me of Winnie the Pooh and I'm like you know what I just want to be that like poo energy today, like we need the poo energy. And, um, and like literally everything that showed up, just being a yes to whatever showed up in my life and whatever felt good. If I wanted to get an ice cream, if I wanted to take a walk, if I wanted to, um, you know, take a little boat ride along the river, like I just did it. And, and that was one of the coolest days because not only did I have such clarity, like it's download that came through on like what my next project was going to be, but I ended up making sales that I hadn't even seen. I was like, wow, people are still buying that program. Like that's amazing. Like things were showing up for me when I was in that vibration of like, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to put myself in joy and then the action will arrive. So there is a connection to like, what is the vibration of joy? And like my action should be joy. If you want your work to to come from this like genuinely authentic place, the vibration through which these ideas form is also like how they are carried out. And ultimately the way that your audience and your consumers are going to receive it. So everything is, is so connected. Like we, we are very aware of how the food that we eat is, um, you know, holds the energy of, of animals. It, it holds the energy of, of how it goes through the entire process of being produced and, and who's involved in it. Same exact thing goes with ideas. And so if, if you come from this place of like genuine love and abundance and like this need to serve, you, your, your consumers are going to feel that. And they're going to be like, yeah, I want that. Like I have to have that uh, because this was made for me. I love that. And I, I, I've experienced this in the past couple of days. I've like I said, every card I pull is about stillness yeah. and patience. And so I've been really trying to like sit. We were on a vacation in Mexico last week and it was like my son's first out of the country trip. And I really didn't work that much. I just really focused on enjoying and receiving the the vacation and the sunshine and like, you know, earth and water and just like family and love and abundance and just like pure gratitude and the past couple of days, like sales in my businesses have shown up in random places, like things that I'm like, I thought that, like you said, like you had just said, like, I thought that door closed and like, it's back open again. And 
it really is, it is crazy. And then for me, the challenge is then not being like, okay, well, let's jump back into action. It's like feeling that and like really allowing myself to receive without action is Mm. such a hard one. And like something that's proving to be like one of the most successful things I've ever done because in the past it would be like, oh, okay, this is working. Okay, great. Let me jump on this and like smother it. Mm, yep. Yeah. We, I think we all have been there, especially in business, especially when we're starting a business because everyone says when you find out what works, like do more of that, which yeah. I don't disagree with. I think, yeah, find out like, especially like on social media and stuff, like when I coach clients through social media, I'm like, post all sorts of things. Like if you don't know what your niche is on social media, throw spaghetti at the wall until you find out what makes you sparkle. So part of it is like figuring out what makes you shine, figuring out what works and then doing more of that. And you don't, I think, I think for me, my lesson has been, I don't have to jump on it right away. I can mm-hmm. continue to like receive and this is like me healing money stuff because in the past, like as soon as I make money, I have to like figure out ways to make more money. And instead of just like receiving the money and holding uh, the money and respecting yep. the money. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, that is the practice of the feminine, like receiving um, and not allowing your, your abundance, your love, anything, money to be so much of a transaction. Like, okay, I did this, which equals this. Like when we have this very calculated relationship, we're taking away this like the power of the universe and like the, the overflow of abundance that could happen. Like you've already just calculated, all right, that was equivalent to this much work that I just did. Like, what if there was more coming and you just literally severed that, uh, that avenue right there? Because you just said like, okay, that was worth that much. So we are able to expand our worth by just taking it and be like, okay, I get this. I get this just for being me, just for everything I've already done for where I'm at, who I am in this moment. I get to have this. So even just like if you you receive money, like simply doing nothing after it and celebrating that money and just holding on to it and just feeling that the feels is perfect. That's the beginning of of allowing more to come in. I think the the subconscious too, like you have to you have to get your subconscious to believe that you're worthy just as much. You can affirm it all you want, and if you have not like truly like started to believe it on a deeper level, like your subconscious is always going to know how you truly feel. And I, mm-hmm. I, I experienced this a lot. Like I would say these affirmations, but in my subconscious, my subconscious was still like, okay, but like we have to prove ourselves, And like, we do that by being busy. Like that's, yeah. you know? And so for me, it was like some of the practices that I've been doing to like really stay in that, like receiving energy is like, instead of saying, I don't want to be I don't want this anymore. Like use changing my language with the universe and saying like, I release the need to like chase. I release this. And that has been really helpful for me. I would love to know like, what are some practices and rituals that you have in your life? Like to like to attract and to keep that like feminine attraction, you know, Mm -hmm. going and, and strong in in your life. So I'll be honest. I, I just have never been able to click with affirmations. Like mm. sometimes they, I mean, I guess it's, it's good just to like decide, okay, what's my intention. I'll, I'll do them. Like I have like a, on my window, I write with an expo marker, like what my intentions are for the week, like what my vibe is, what I want to call in. So I think that's my version of affirmation, but repeating affirmations, if you don't believe them, it's just so useless. Like you're really just reminding yourself. Yep. I don't believe that. Um, so I, I prefer to, to dig into like, okay, why, why do I not believe this? Like, what's the kink that's still in there? Like, what am I addicted to that? I'm actually enjoying way more than success or receiving. Mm. Um, there's something that gives me another high. So really digging apart and finding what that is. 
What I think works really well, and I this is like the intro to every client that I ever work with, is video journaling, because this is where you get to bring in the embodiment piece. So it's more than just writing, because you know our brain moves way faster than our hand can actually put out. So having a video journal, and this is where you bring in the masculine and feminine containers or duality. So I, I create a container and pick like a number, like, okay, 16. So for 16 minutes, I'm here. So this is a closed container and create a safe space, close the door, make sure that it's totally private and I'm, I'm ready to dive in. And then I just begin by recording myself. So it, you can start by just like rambling, like literally just spill the train of thoughts is in your mind. You can sit there and be like, I have nothing to say and I'm just feeling irritated. Or if you can notice that there's tension or any kind of movement, stuckness, um, where your breath feels a little bit tighter, acknowledging all of that, like, okay, I'm, I'm noticing this this compression in my chest and just being with that and naming all the sensations that show up in all these different ways of doing it, but really just creating a space to like unload and dump whatever comes through. And if you need to cry, scream, grunt, cuss, whatever comes out, let that shoot out in that space and know that when their time is up, you have this completion. So you can like light a candle and blow out the candle like as a way of creating a closing of the ritual um, and knowing, okay, now I'm back. I'm back to, to operating in the world and functioning in society, but I have this container to emotionally release. And then it's even better if you can go back maybe like a week, a month later, longer, even if you'd like, and watch yourself and, and notice where you're actually like resisting sharing or what you are really open or where your body's actually concaving versus like you can feel the openness in your throat. So studying yourself allows you to like, see where your ticks are. Um, and it really just creates this level of self-compassion that's like unbelievable. Like me watching back on some of my old videos when I was just first starting out coaching and entrepreneurship. And, and I, I have shared some of them with my clients in, in courses, but it's just so cool to witness like how I just presented myself, the energy that I was giving off versus where I'm at now. And you can, it's almost like you can read your own aura because you know yourself, you know where you're withholding. And it's such a cool practice. Like that's a big one that I always teach. That is so cool. And I, wait, that totally makes me think I was watching. Um, I went back and I watched a clip of one of the very first podcast episodes I did, like what, January, 2021. Mm-hmm. And my body language and the energy coming off of me was so like tight. Yeah. And I watch, I watch videos of me now, or like even just like my, my Instagram stories, like and I've gotten that comment a lot, like, oh, Danielle, you just feel so like at ease. Like you just have this, like somebody messaged me the other day and they're like, everything you say is just so fucking genuine. And I was like, that is one of the nicest things yeah. like, that you could have said, because it's something that I know I've realized now that I needed so badly that I, that I was so blind to, you know, and even just the way that I can sit now and not fidget as much. Like I used to like pick at, like the skin around my fingers and like that was like a thing and it was all because of this tension that I was just not allowing you know that beautiful feminine body inside of me to to live and obviously I'm not I'm still working through this very heavily but it's it's interesting that you say that because I I feel that on a really deep level I, I it you're the way that you sit the way that you speak the way that your voice I don't know, even like the way that I make sounds from my body now changes. The more that I try mm. to like embody the feminine, I make a lot more of like mm, sounds where before I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything was like, okay, <laughs> now it's more of a feeling and a sound, you know? 
I love that. I love that you noticed that about yourself because that, that is so true. It, it's more of just like a, a, a sensational expression rather than like, got it, check, check, like very much in the head. Uh, because that is the masculine. You live in, in consciousness and and you are living in your head, which is why I teach feminine spirituality, because it's the relationship to spirit through your body. Um, whereas the masculine is so focused on the mind, like you meditate to clear out your mind and to observe your thoughts, like forget about all that. Like, what are you feeling? Like there's a powerful charge in what we feel. And if you are somebody that does identify with the feminine, like you probably know, like you feelings are just so intense. They're so powerful and they have just such an insane charge to them. It's like, why would this not be like a energy source? Why, why would this be just empty feelings? Like there's a reason why they're there and they're such a clear map and, and you can absolutely like transmute them to work in your, in, in your favor. I mean, they are there for you, but to actually work for you. And do you find that the more that you allow your feminine body to lead, you actually can be more in tune with when it's time to let the masculine lead? Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. That is such a big thing that I teach. So it's like, don't, don't waste your time trying to like, you know, do an intense workout and jumping jacks and like fire yourself up for a productive day. If it's not there, literally go do the opposite. Do absolutely nothing. Go have fun. Go disconnect from all things business. And and that will naturally push you into your masculine. Like you have to get like your fix. Um, Mm. So it's, it's so necessary to work with the polarity not force yourself into an embodiment that isn't already intuitively showing up. Because if your body's saying, I need to just chill, like great, fully surrender to the chilling phase or whatever that comes through, because that actually is going to produce for your business. You're going to have some creative download. You're going to have some insight or some clarity that will come through in that space that will give you just really clear insight on how to implement. Whereas just like, you know, putting out stuff just to feel like you need to do something is just useless. And and you might in your mind feel better about yourself, but you're not going to generate the same level of results as if you were to come from this intuitive action. So it's a combination of the both of the two. I feel like I have, I'm so tired of needing and shoulding all over my life. Like I constantly, I need to do this. I should be doing this. I need to be. And I've really like, really practice dropping that. And instead of saying need, like, what do I want to do today? What does my Mm -hmm. body want to do? What do I feel? What am I feeling in this moment? Does this feel like a yes? And, you know, it's, it's made no a complete sentence again, which is really powerful. Mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. It's huge because you can start that, but it actually works for work, like it actually produces. And so just beginning the process by like honoring your feelings is a great place to begin, but eventually you can get yourself to a place where you trust it. Like if I don't live in my feminine, like life doesn't work for me. I'm actually running into roadblocks. I'm ending up in these weird toxic relationship patterns all over again, or I'm hustling way too hard, or I'm forcing decisions that are, are clearly not meant for me. Like right now I am just like floating. Like I was in Costa Rica and I intended on going back. Now I'm here in Miami and maybe I'll go to California in a couple of weeks. Like I'm so all over the place, but yet so clear. Like everything Mm. makes so much sense, even though I have no plan beyond like the next week of my life. So this is like, truly, I feel like sometimes I put myself in very extreme situations because it helps me teach and, and understand this work. But I have never felt so messy, but also so certain at the same time. So it is really fun once you're in it and you trust this. What would be your advice, obviously, besides like video journaling, 
that's such a good that's such a good piece of advice. If somebody's sitting here going, "Okay, I'm hearing you and I feel that this is something that I really need to explore and like dive into." What would be like some tips you'd give them to get started besides video journaling? And well, and reaching out to you to work with you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm obviously getting any kind of mentorship support does help a lot. Like you are able to actually see yourself differently and, and what, what fires you up, especially for me, the way that I coach, I don't write anything down. I don't make any action plan for you. You show up and like, whatever I feel like when I can feel this like connection to you, this like fire in me, that's when I'm like, yes, I want to hear more about that. So the things that are easy for you, the things that like actually fuel you, it should be like that. Like life should be more of that. Um, so leaning into figuring out what those are and like what actually gives you this sense of like, I have so much energy inside of me. What makes you feel full? Um, so this is the, the opposite of the masculine. Masculine is all about like clearing and, and emptying everything out. Like the feminine is like, how much fuller can I get? Like, how can I like induce myself with more love and more goodness and more connection? Um, so those things that feel easy and that feel like natural to you. Pay attention to that and then begin to replicate that process in business. So if you find like, what is something that you can attract really easily? If you can think off the top of your head, like, all right, I can attract dates really easily, or I I can attract um, friendships. Like for me, truly friendship, I am never without, like I have amazing friendships in my life. Um, Same. Even like, like, even like, even like meeting people, like even like the other night when we were coming home from Mexico, there was like one borders custom security person that was like so friendly. And I, we were in line and I was like watching this woman just like, and you know, those people are miserable. And this woman was like not miserable and she was so happy. And I, the whole time we were in line, I was like, we're going to get her, we're going to get her, we're going to get her. And then like, of course we got her. And like, that's the kind of thing that I manifest like, and I, I bring in really, really easily is just like connections with people. Yeah. Even like the moment, like, wow, we, our souls just like had a special moment and then we might never see each other again, but that in itself was almost, that's what makes it so beautiful. Um, I love that. That's so cool that you notice, like you have these like special unique moments, Mm -hmm. but if you can even take that process, like the certainty that you have, like the feeling that it gives you, um, how often that happens in your life and how, how often you demand that almost in your life. Like if you were to go like, how long could you really go without being, this is weird. I haven't had that connection. I feel off. I feel like I'm missing that element to my life and how much that is, is almost just like a standard. That is your baseline. You need to receive that to feel yourself, to feel like you're receiving abundance in this life. Mm-hmm. And so the relationship that you have with that thing that you're good at attracting, working through like, what is my mental process with that? And how can I apply that elsewhere? Because we're, we're all really good at getting something. Like you're here today, you've, you've attracted to some degree. It's impossible to live without attraction, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so just replicating your processes um, on what you're already an expert at. I love that. Uh, have you read The Secret? I've, I actually never read it. I watched the movie, but I feel yeah. like once... Yeah. Once it came to me, I felt like it was too late. I was like, I I think I got the gist. I already got that. Yeah. 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 You just, you speak a lot about like what the principles are in that book. And that's like what started this whole thing for me like years ago was that book. So tell us if I know people are wanting to work with you, the people are like, get to the part where you have her put herself on blast so we can all like work with her. Like, (laughs) what do you have coming up? How can people find you? How can people work with you? Tell us all the things. So I am mainly a one-on-one coach. Like sometimes I will have courses or group programs, but truly like 
I don't function that well in those environments, like for me as a student, which is why I thrive in one-on-one. Like that's where you, you're going to get the best experience and the most depth. And I will challenge you to get into the parts of you that's like really icky and messy. Um, so I do some like hypnotherapy in sessions. I do a lot of embodiment work, a lot of like understanding the mechanics of your own spiritual experience. So yeah, I love it. One-on-one is my thing. You can join like a group coaching session just to kind of get my vibe. Usually I host free sessions of that once or twice a month or just find me on Instagram and and reach out. Like that's where I share my life and my, my offerings and, and where I'm most present. You can find her on Instagram and we put her Instagram link in our show notes as well as anything you have coming up will be in there as well. Um, I adore you and I don't believe that anything happens on accident. And as we're talking about like attracting like energy, like I feel like this was this this conversation was meant to happen and it probably won't be the last if I'm being honest. I, I just think that you're a really powerful uh, presence and energy and I just really thank you for your time today. I just... Time is such a gift. And the fact that you've given us this hour is just so, so beyond, I'm so beyond grateful for you. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Like I, I've really enjoyed just like the way that you, you run this conversation and, and how you, you show up on here. So thank you. Go find her, go work with her and um, we'll chat soon. I just think that people like Halai are really helping the collective to be more in a dance with themselves. Um, I think a lot of the time that we feel burnout, it's the way that we've been working, right? And sometimes it's what we're doing, but it's also the way that we've been working. I realized that a few months ago, like I hit a wall and it, I, it was either figure it out or I was going to like literally combust. And so I've been really enjoying this journey that I've been on with my feminine energy body and really letting my feminine attract and it's working. I'm bringing in new clients all the time. I'm increasing my sales and it doesn't feel as hard, which is so awesome. So if you are curious about Halai and what she offers, please head over to uh, Halai's website at halai.co. It's H. I-L-A-Y.co. She talks all about, she does like a whole lot of programs, different courses, things you can buy. There's some freebies on her website or go follow her on Instagram. I'll put her link to her Instagram in the show notes. And uh, if you this is your first episode, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Please uh, go and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to this show. Uh, and if you can, if you'd be so kind to leave us a rating and maybe write us a review, because that is how we continue to grow this podcast. And uh, you can always come hang out with me on Instagram. I'm Danielle underscore on the daily. The podcast is at on the daily pod. And I am just super pumped that you're here. So until Friday, I wish you the very best day and we will chat soon. Love you.